0: Welcome back, herd. This is the Rebels Rewatch, and I'm your herd Leader, John Wayne.
1: I'm well caffeinated.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, And we're back again talking more Rebels. Um, There's just so many dang Rebels. So
1: many! Um,
0: We're picking up with Brothers of the Broken Horn, uh, episode 6 or 7, depending on your sources.
1: That's a dope Um, title for what it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And and so after our last very independent... um, caper with the Inquisitors. we um, call it a caper. We need a little side adventure uh, to keep us occupied and entertained. And and that's yeah. what we have in the form of an Ezra venture.
1: Yes. I'd call the last one a caper. I'd call this one shenanigans.
0: Shenanigans. Full out shenanigans. Um, so they're still without a home. Um, and that's still a top priority for the rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, but another top priority is also Ezra Bridger's training. Yeah. Um there's interesting interactions in the beginning here. We've already seen tension with uh Kanan and Rex throughout um, their interactions.
1: Yeah. It's like when your dad and your grandfather don't like each other?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh they all they both have a right way of doing things. Um they both have a uh mindset on on the way things should be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They both come from two different areas. And and what's interesting is seeing how the clones and Jedi once interacted so closely, it's really interesting to see them so at odds. Yeah. Yes, it makes sense why. Oh yes. But it's just it's it's an interesting contrast to what it used to be. Um and, you know, we've talked before about how so much of it makes sense. Um and I, I feel like anytime Rex has input on Ezra, Kanan sees it as a threat of him becoming a Jedi that's shaped by the ways of the Republic, yeah, um, being what they once were, uh, whereas Kanan's just trying to make him just a Jedi, yeah. just be a good Jedi. That's that's all Dad expects of you. Um, and, and so you know, Kanan's very threatened by uh, Rex's tutelage,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and then Rex. I, he just has beef. like Yeah,
1: like he's just, he's angry grandpa. I,
0: I feel like he's coming at it from be casual, you know, um, do it this way because that's his experience with a Jedi. That's yeah. very Anakin. Not that I'm saying he would be the best person to train Ezra to be like Anakin, but mm-hmm. I feel like. Rex's approach is far more, Oh yeah, you can do that. You can do this. Like it's, it's much more. Whereas Kanan's just like, no, that like, this is a Jedi thing. Um, and it's also because I mean, Rex represents soldiership, whereas Kanan represents peacekeeper. Yeah. You know, they're two very different things. Um, and, uh, the the interesting thing of this beginning interaction while Ezra's kind of like uh training and whatnot is that Ezra's like I don't know if I want to be either of them
1: yeah and then chopper has a moment that's very funny
0: <laughs> yeah well which one
1: the the first one where he's just like dropping oh
0: yeah with- I, I i i was making sure we were oh. talking about that yeah yeah the, he has a helmet dropping moment um with with that reveal and it's just funny when Chopper has a slightly emotional reaction because it's just like because he otherwise acts like he does not care.
1: Okay, in this moment, I feel like Chopper would be pulling out the popcorn, just watching. Yeah, I I feel
0: like it's much more spectator. I I feel like it's much more. Oh dang! He he said the thing. Um, But yeah, I mean it. It is uh, it is a big deal, and um, it makes sense. I mean, you think he is young, and what I love is. In the next few episodes, we're going to continue to revisit not only, like, Kanan and Rex's tension, we're also going to revisit Ezra's struggle
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, just with life. I mean, he,
1: yeah.
0: to a point, he has a choice of how he can live, but at the same time, he has a lot of people giving input on who he should be and what he should do and how he should do it. And Yeah.
1: Um Should he be a rebel? Should he be a Jedi? Should he be a soldier? Like.
0: Yeah, does he want to be any of those exactly. things? And 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 that's a natural young person's struggle. And and that never really ends just because of adolescence and whatnot, but it, it's very relatable to someone his age, a teenager, I believe fifteen. Sounds um like that. it's it's something that's very real mm-hmm. to struggle with is you've got I mean, like, you know, you mentioned like you've got your parent figures arguing over the way you should do things and the way you should do your life. And you're just like, I, you know, every day I'm wondering if this is right. Like, um, and that never really goes away. I mean, you know, I mean, you're always, you should be, yeah, (laughs) you should be constantly evaluating and questioning everything. Like you, you should always wonder, is this right? Is this, is this what I need to do, want to do, you know, Mm -hmm. um, because things change, people change, and circumstances change. Yes. Um, you know, Ezra has a line later where he's talking to Chopper and he's just complaining. Um, oh, yeah, when um, when he's considering joining um, our pirate of the episode.
1: Yes. And Guess who
0: it is. Chopper's like, what? What? Why would you want to do that? And he's just like, well, pirates aren't hunted by inquisitors and stuff. And it's just like, some things have changed since he first was like, hey, I can float rocks. Can you teach me stuff? Yeah. Yeah to the point where, like, I just wanted to learn how to be a Jedi. I didn't want to get killed for it, Um, which is an interesting, relatable struggle for Kanan. Yeah. He was Ezra's age when all of Order 66 went down, and, well, actually a little younger, but Mm -hmm. it's that aspect of, can you imagine being a kid who you were told you have powers, and you're special, and you're given responsibility and you have all of these expectations and it's just the life that was given to you. And all of a sudden, because of that life, you're now public in- enemy number one. And it's just yeah. like, what did I do? I exactly. just, I was just a good, I thought I was a good Jedi. I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought we were doing the right thing. You know, I mean, big identity crisis, which mm-hmm. Kanan goes through. And, and that's, what's interesting about exploring his character between, um, mm-hmm. Books, comics, and all that other stuff. There, there's a lot added to him because, Kanan's a great example of he never he didn't necessarily want to be Jedi anymore. Like yeah. after all of that, like he he wasn't necessarily itching to get the order fixed and and mm-hmm. everything back together and all this other stuff.
1: Yeah, it's very easy to forget that in the first few episodes of season one, he was looking for someone else to train Ezra. Yeah,
0: like, well, and that's the thing is, I mean, it's this aspect of I don't necessarily want to get back into that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I do think this kid needs somebody and he needs help and he needs to be trained. Um, but I don't want to do it and I don't think I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I, and every time, and I think that's why he's so self-conscious and so worried about Ezra learning from anyone else. Yeah. Um, at, like at one point he wanted him to learn from anyone else. And now that it's like, okay, well I'll do it. But now if we're going to do it, I have to be the one. You can't listen to, you can't listen to crazy old Rex and you can't do this and all this.
1: But I want to listen to crazy old Rex.
0: <laughs> right. Anybody would be lucky to have him for a dad. Right. Um. But I mean, and it's also, it's extra complicated because he's doing all of this stuff while they're all a part of a rebellion. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's bad enough to make the kid a Jedi, but now he's a rebel Jedi. And it's just like, it it's, it's a complicated picture. So it's understandable as heck that
1: yeah.
0: Ezra would, be struggling. Um, and I can only imagine how that struggle must feel just even thinking through everything he's going through at his age and everything. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: and it doesn't get crazy.
0: (laughs) It really doesn't. (laughs) And so, and that's the other aspect that's difficult of all of it is it's just like he's struggling and it'd be nice if there was a happy ending in, in the sights, but no, you know, Um, it's, it's tough.
1: Yeah. I think it could be said for many situations in life, in Star Wars and in general is, you know, the easy or the, the right thing to do isn't the easiest thing to do. Right. It's a lot of the times the hardest thing to do. Mm -hmm. It'll kick your butt, but it's the right thing to do.
0: And that's why you should do it. Exactly. Um, because it's always right. Maybe not. Just, it doesn't have to be worth it to be Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we can't always do the right thing expecting a big payoff. Like, we're not going to always get a pat on the back and a reward for doing the right thing. That's the hardest part of doing the right yeah. thing.
1: You're talking to a couple of youth workers. That's yeah. That's how you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, we're sympathizing with this child and also saying, yeah, you're going to get disappointed <laughs> a well, lot of I mean, the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, and that, then again, never goes away. It's just, yeah. it's about how you respond to what life gives you and how exactly. you. Uh, take it and use it, or how you process it and ditch it, and, yeah. and all that other stuff. Like, but it's it's hard work. It's it's work. Um, that's the thing. You can't just go through life.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you can't just glide yeah. through.
1: Yeah, I'm a firm believer that no work is wasted. Mm-hmm. Like, you're gonna learn something from failure. You're gonna learn something from disappointment. You're gonna oh, learn yeah. something. Everything
0: like, teaches something.
1: Exactly. It doesn't matter if you you know succeed or fail. Yeah, you're gonna learn something. What did on the this other teach side. me? Exactly. So, that's your uh, Yoda hour?
0: Yeah, all, all of all of his uh, teenage angst struggles um, aside, the rebels get a mission to help um, another rebel group who are struggling with an energy crisis. They need to find some um, me too. generators, and um, basically, uh, everybody goes except Chopper and Ezra because they have chores to do. <laughs>
1: the two people. Who are the most likely...
0: Right, at least leave a security droid to supervise or something.
1: Leave Zeb, like...
0: Not even, no, no, Sabine. Because
1: you Even Sabine. No,
0: I would trust Sabine, because she doesn't care.
1: Very
0: true. She she doesn't like either of them enough to let them get away with stuff. Now, Sabine would do her own thing, sure. Yeah. But if she's put in charge, she'll make sure nobody else does their own thing. So as you would expect, (laughs) leaving these two together...
1: Stuff happens. Stuff happens. happens. Like... (laughs) This is Immediately. why this is a class I don't, shenanigans episode. I don't even
0: think the others are out the door before stuff happens. So basically they get a distress call. Um, and it is from Visago. Whose uh, ship is
1: called the Broken Horn. It's
0: Visago's distress call, I yes. should say. So Ezra is like, that's more interesting than chores. Mm-hmm. So let's go help that. And he is smart about it. He, I still owe him a favor. Let's break even and have fun doing it because yeah. chores suck. I mean, this was crap I would do as a kid where I would have some tail. Like, why didn't I do my chores? Well, let me tell you, okay? Because. You
1: were the Tom Sawyer of your neighborhood. <laughs> just painting fences and being like.
0: I would find any, anything. Wow. I would just feel, I heard a, cra- like, there, just anything to get out of of, of doing stuff. I was, I was an Ezra Bridger. Um, so this totally <laughs> yeah. makes sense to me. This is this is not uh, far fetched at as, all.
1: As we discussed yesterday, you were a you were a Tom Sawyer child. I was a running, jumping, climbing trees, jumping over creeks child. Yeah. Oh yeah, without shoes on.
0: I just hung out over underpasses or <laughs> under overpasses, over <laughs> under, under over. Tie your shoes. However you pass, <laughs> make sure you pass. Um, <laughs> Oh, jeez Louise. So they go uh, to investigate Visago's ship. And what's really cool is uh, kind of in the vein of the last one where there's just this eeriness to it. and Yeah. Um, until. <laughs> it's really, I, I like the aspect of derelictness in mm-hmm. space. Um, it's spooky. It's interesting.
1: Yeah, that's what makes uh, Death Troopers so spooky. The book, not the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Until it's ruined by... Listen uh, to the Death Troopers audiobook yes. and give yourself a treat. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, it's this its this weird aspect. I mean, it's the same intrigue I have over derelict buildings and abandoned and closed-down buildings. It's just something about relics is interesting. Yeah. Now, that applies way more to the last episode than this one, but it has a similar atmosphere. Um, there's a really great, uh, not quite a jump scare, but there's a great moment where... Um, they turn and they're face to face with an IG enforcer.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and it's just a really cool looking. Oh yeah. Well, and and the way it's shot, the way the scene is, it just makes mm-hmm. it look even cooler.
1: Yeah. Um, it's it's a very dead space vibe.
0: Yeah, and and you can tell that, and this is what's so great about like story storyboarding and and visual concept prior to an episode is because you get stuff like this where it's just like, I can easily see someone. Creating a scene and c- coming up with this image specifically mm-hmm. of, you know, this just towering droid in one little spotlight. Like, you know, it's just, it's lit really well. It looks really cool. Uh, and it's a, it's an excuse to use a really good design, too. Um, so it's, it's just, I, I really like this aspect um, as they explore the ship. Um, they're looking for Vizago but they end up finding someone else instead and yes. enter... Hondo, Hondo. Uh, everybody's favorite okay. crazy uncle.
1: He is like, I love Hondo in this episode. Oh, I love Hondo he's in general. Peak Hondo. Oh yeah. In this episode. Well, now that and he's and the next now that one he's again.
0: retired and just crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. He's he's way more fun. Yeah. Um. Fun uncle. And so this is his first of many episodes uh, hanging out with our rebel friends. And so his whole deal is, hey, I won the ship. I won the droids. I've got everything yeah. under my control. Um, just
1: remember, he's still a pirate. This oh, yeah, time.
0: absolutely. I mean, if, you, if you're if you surprised when Hondo double, triple, quadruple crosses everybody, yes. then you just don't pay attention to Hondo. Um, but his whole shtick is, oh, it's all it's all legal. Yes. It's all fine.
1: I won it um, in a game of sabacc.
0: I'm, yeah, I won it in a game, and I'm in the middle of trying to do a job, and, oh, I'm hotwiring it because... I yeah. won, I won the ship, not the keys, exactly. which is a, a very, um, it's something I would do if, if I bet my car one day, I bet my car, but not the keys.
1: Exactly. And then <laughs> I would beat you senseless.
0: Um, well, yeah, but I mean, it's the, the greatest, you know, Hey, you won, but suck it kind of maneuver. <laughs> Yeah, Which, actually. I mean, if, if if Hondo's story actually worked out, I, I could believe happening. I could mm-hmm. believe bitterness taking over and just being like, Oh, yeah. Hey, I didn't say I bet my keys.
1: Honestly, <laughs> I think that Vizago would probably have killed him.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that never goes how you think. Uh, the only time that goes how you think is the Falcon, and that's only because it had to work out that way.
1: Everyone had to cheat. Uh, Yeah. Look,
0: so, what?
1: I, I have a thing with horned characters. Uh, clearly, <laughs> it's not what I meant. But why don't they use their horns more often?
0: Like I mean, the only
1: person I see is Savage. Yeah, and he does it once. Well,
0: because he's also a brute, and like, I mean, what happens if he had gotten stuck? <laughs> I mean, you've got to figure though. That's bone he's got dog.
1: A lovely new hat.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, it's a Jedi. bone. It's yeah. like. It's kind of an awkward position to be caught in, and everything. I I don't think it's wise. And what's what's Hondo going to do? Chin somebody?
1: (laughs) I'm specifically talking about Visago, but yes, he does have. Oh yeah, now Visago
0: could probably pull something more off because he he's got more head butting skill. I think like he's got he's built for that. That's
1: probably why he has a broken horn. Probably. Yeah.
0: Well, that's why his ship's name Broken Horn. Exactly. There you go. So, uh, and when speaking of Hondo, does have a, a. Significant redesign. Other than just looking more yeah. rebels, he also has a bit more of a beard. Um, that's yeah. sort of what the, the um, I guess, quills are supposed to resemble.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, showing off a little bit of age and whatnot. He's also not as ornate. He's not as pirately dressed as he used to be.
1: Yeah. Which, you could say that that's because he's retired. As yeah. retired as you can get. Also,
0: I mean, I just feel like everybody dresses simpler when they get old.
1: Right? <laughs> you just start loving sweaters at a certain age. Right. I'm in that I'm in that boat right now.
0: So again, the whole deal is Hondo's trying to pull a job and convinces Ezra to join in. And of course, because he's just so dang charismatic, Ezra's head over heels. But he is smart. Ezra yes. is smart.
1: He steals Yeah, the he control. steals
0: the quote unquote droid control, which basically is just the on off switch for the restraining bolts. But it's a yes. good trick by Hondo to say, Hey, I can control the droid. See? On, off. On off, like yeah. it's a good way to look like you have control when in reality all you do is have the power switch basically. Yeah. Um, but it's really interesting. Um, so, but nonetheless, they they go to complete this job and come to find out he's hauling generators. Yes. Um, and so Ezra haggles with him a bit, and this is where Ezra gets to be a little more Ezra. He's not necessarily Jedi. He's not necessarily Rebel. He's the kid that grew up on the streets and knew how to survive because yeah. he he haggles with a pirate well an experienced pirate not necessarily a good pirate but <laughs> but an experienced one and Ezra's able yeah. to come up with a deal where it's just like hey no we do it this way because I need something out of this if I'm going to help you and I mean it totally makes sense that a yeah. wise-cracking street rat would learn that
1: Exactly and what I love is Hondo and Ezra's dynamic It makes so much sense that they would keep in contact with each other after this.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, Ezra's fascinated as anyone would be with a character as flamboyant and charismatic as Hondo. Yeah. Because there is something attractive about him. There's something that draws people in, clearly. But at the same time, what's interesting about him is also what's dangerous about him because he while admiring people does not have affiliations yeah he does what he wants and what suits him um so even though he appreciates and admires and well grows more to admire Ezra because again Ezra proves himself capable and for Hondo that's oh you're fun you're interesting I can I can hang with you (laughs) um because it's as much a oh he can help me I can rub off on him but also it's an easy scapegoat. Like yeah. there's a lot of layers to why Hondo would work with this and everything. And someone pointed out before, he's always kind of had a soft spot for kids. Cause it was that way with the younglings episode where it's just like, yeah. he wasn't trying to kill him until they kind of really ruined his stuff. Like yeah. it, it got to a point where it was finally like, okay, I'm justified. You're dying today. Um, and then ultimately that didn't even happen. Cause Grievous got involved. Exactly. But he shows a kind of, Eh, I'm not sadistic. I'm a bad influence, but I'm not sadistic.
1: Like a crazy uncle.
0: Like a crazy uncle. It's the it's the one that you never let hang out with your kids alone. Exactly. Because uh, you know they're gonna get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they go to meet the dealer, and it's as Morgan. And I can't remember the last time we uh, ran into him, but uh, uh, we have run pig. into him. Huh? Puffer pig. That's right. It was the whole Lando deal. Yeah. Oh, because that's uh, that's one thing I forgot. Yeah. Um, Ezra is not going by Ezra. He's not using his name
1: as he never does
0: again. Smart. Um, he goes by Lando Calrissian, and I love Hondo. I really don't think he believes it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Even not. though there's
0: a line later where it's just like, "You are not the real Hondo." I feel so betrayed. Um, like even then, I don't feel like that's real. I feel no. like I feel like you know who Lando Calrissian is.
1: I think he's just impressed with that the kid would lie that oh,
0: much. I, oh, I think that's what sold him. I, it's just like, oh, this kid's good. This kid's yes. dirty. <laughs> um, so everything goes to crap when Asmorgan gets involved. Because basically he's like, all right, you're not who I'm dealing with. But yeah. you do have the stuff. And I have the guns.
1: And I'm just going to kill you.
0: Hondo, I, I really am interested to learn what eventually took place to give to get Hondo separated from his crew. He has no crew. He has no people. Yeah. He's just kind of getting by, which is also what's added to his sort of craziness, I think,
1: mm-hmm. is because he's
0: just him.
1: How did he get to Black Spire?
0: Right. All like, of that stuff where it's just like, how, how, you know, that that's a story I'd love is, mm-hmm. is a Hondo novel or something that can explore a very interesting character in a very interesting yeah. uh, scum and villainy world.
1: Oh, yeah. Read Pirate's Price.
0: Yes. It's a good one. So, um, but yeah, so basically they come very unprepared for this deal. And as Morgan's basically able to easily be like, no, I'm going to take the generators, keep the money and turn you in for bounties. Mm -hmm. Um, yet again, though, Ezra and Hondo are smart. Keep one of the generators hid and Chopper uses it as a battering ram um, to come to the rescue. I love the part. So good. So as soon as they get captured, Ezra turns on the communicator and it's just like, oh, we got captured. Sure, it'd be great if we had some backup. And I love, I love Chopper's reaction of, "Wait, what? Oh, I'm the backup. I'm the backup." Uh, <laughs> he
1: even like throws his hands up, and it's very. Funny. Oh yeah,
0: I just, I love Chopper's Chopper so much. Good. Gosh dang such it, such a
1: good droid.
0: Um, so he comes to the rescue, but doesn't necessarily make everything better at first because, yes. of course. So there's a lot of hijinkery that happens, eventually leading to Chopper getting a hold of blasters. Yes. <laughs> And I
1: just, it's
0: so Chopper is, he steals
1: this episode.
0: Oh yeah. He's, he steals everything. He's my spirit animal. I'm Chopper. Um, (laughs) I just love it. And you're Hondo. It's amazing. Um, besties. So along the way, obviously it comes out, especially since as Morgan knows Ezra, that Ezra is Ezra, not Lando. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, we get a great bit from, uh, Hondo where having seen everything, he's like, Oh, you're, you're a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's just like, you, you know, you could join me, you could be with me, you could be a Jedi or you could be a pirate Jedi. And it's just like, that's a really cool aspect. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, they get the money, they keep the generators and, um, they make a whole deal. Um, it's after all of that, when they get back to the ship, come to find out as anyone smart would have suspected yeah uh it's not what it seems because they find visago in the brig mm-hmm. and this is where the mexican standoff happens because visago wants his ship the money and everything and hondo wants the money the generators but we'll give back the ship and then ezra just wants the generators because yes. that's actually helpful and he also doesn't want to die <laughs> um but uh clearly it's just a very complicated scenario that like gets even more complicated when um, the IG droids get involved uh, because Vizago got control of the switch again. Mm -hmm. Um, What I love about this is Hondo always manages to make some sort of win. Mm -hmm. Um, So during all of this, he escapes, he he steals the ghost and escapes or not the ghost, the uh, phantom. Yes. Um, And so it's one of those things where it's just like, how he pulls the stuff off that he pulls off is beyond me. And yeah. yet he does it.
1: But the Phantom was on autopilot. The whole yes.
0: Time. <laughs> so again, Ezra being a smart conniving, like he comes from the world Hondo comes from. So yeah. he, he had planned for it and had a uh, chopper program that Ghost to return or the Phantom to return to the ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, and Visago, at least nice enough, like, Ezra did make good on his deal, yeah. okay? He he owed him a favor. He did the favor. He broke him out, and he got his ship back, okay? So Visago doesn't kill him. He just shoots him out in his face. But luckily, they're able to make their way back. Um, and I love the payoff when they are walking yes. back to the ghost, and you hear Hondo, and he's telling this big victorious tale and everything. And Ezra walks in, and he's like, oh, I was just telling them how we saved the day, and it's all wonderful. And Ezra's like, no, you stole our ship. And he's like... <laughs> That's one way of telling the story.
1: <laughs> yes. And I just
0: love Hondo's outlook on everything. Yeah. Like he 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 manages to always yeah. make it work.
1: My my favorite line from Hondo so far in Rebels is Ezra's telling a lie, and Hondo goes, I'm so proud of you.
0: Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like the
1: most fond grand uncle way.
0: Oh yeah. Um he's proud. Of the moments where Ezra's like him. And and that's where Ezra grows, obviously, in the ending. Because he has this offer on the table to go with Hondo. Of course he doesn't. No. Um, Because he realizes, if I want to go off and do my own thing, if I don't want to be a part of the bigger picture, there's nothing stopping me from being like Hondo. Mm
1: -hmm. Alone.
0: I have a family. I have a cause, and I have something to believe in.
1: I have a droid with guns.
0: Right. So why not? The why not stick with that?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so, all's well that ends well. They get their generators. Um, Hondo graciously allows them to keep the generators. Yeah. Of um, course. Ezra grows to realize, hey, stuff sucks, but you gotta keep moving forward because it's far better than keeping yourself happy and ruining all your relationships. Uh, because that's all Hondo's doing. He does grow up later, but. For now, he's still very Hondo. Yes. Um, And so, and it's it's one of those things where between Hondo and Chopper, this episode is made entirely. And I I feel bad for anyone that would consider it skippable material or anything because.
1: It's so much fun.
0: uh, Yeah. And and that's an example of how you can skip around to the big stuff, but everything Star Wars is worth checking out.
1: And then, of course, we get a string of very heavy episodes. Uh,
0: yeah-ish.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: well, then we have the B-Wing episode next. Right. Um, and then, and then kind of-ish. I mean, that's the balance of Rebels. It always manages to, because of the dynamics, get into stuff that's very deep, mm-hmm. very interesting, very meaningful, um, while also being a really good show. Yeah. Um. And even, like, here, moments, like, I mean, you know, us having the whole sideline of, hey, you know, stuff is difficult, life is difficult, and it's always going to be difficult. Uh, That's not an excuse to quit. Um, Exactly. Because you kind of can't quit. Uh, It it doesn't work that way. You got to keep moving forward. And and that all comes from this moment of this kid just wanting to go on an adventure and, and hanging out with a weird pirate guy and all this other stuff. Like, that's what I say. Nothing's skippable. Everything has a part to play in making us better people and telling us stories that inspire and encourage us. And it's, it's all special. It's all Star Wars and it's all worth checking out. Um, so some episodes, yeah, are a little bit, uh, <laughs> they kind of tug at your heartstrings a little more.
1: Yeah. Um, for the first time I said while watching the show, I don't like this show.
0: Anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and you haven't even seen the finale. Clopers. So I
1: don't want to, um,
0: There's a lot of that because more so than Clone Wars even, Rebels is a show about growing, Mm -hmm. uh, especially through the lens of a character like Ezra. He's a kid growing up in these crazy times and crazy circumstances and with incredibly crazy choices to make.
1: Yeah, Um, Where Clone Wars was a show about... Trying to keep away from attachments. I think that this show is more about struggling to maintain attachments. Yeah.
0: Well, Clone Wars was arguably uh, more mature. Yeah. Um, because of the characters leading the perspective.
1: It was literally about a war.
0: Yeah. Like, there's a lot going on where... I'm not saying kids can't enjoy it, because obviously they did. But it, it, it definitely dealt with bigger issues than kids could deal with. Whereas this this is very relatable. This is, I mean, having a young lead character like Ezra makes it relatable. So it gets into a lot of things where it's just, it could be argued, Oh, it's simple. It's fun. It's silly, but under everything, it's got a point. Um, And yes, it might not, you might not be 15. And so it might relate to you differently, but I believe every episode has something that can relate Mm -hmm. to again, us being better people. And it might be, silly of me to think so, but I, I think that's one of the greatest things about Star Wars is it is meant to, in one way or another, inspire and encourage us to be better people. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I You know, I think that's the intention with having something so meaningful is not just that you would enjoy it, but that you would be inspired, that you would be uh, moved to change and seek change and that you would seek to be a good person and that you would stand up for what's right and that you would find your balance, whatever that looks like. Like there's like... Yeah you can't look at star Wars and not tell me no matter what age life circumstance or whatnot, that it's not meant for you. It's not meant for people and it's not meant to make people happy, better, um, and, and complete. I mean, you know, star Wars gives us so many amazing things. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really great. And, uh, I, I feel bad for anybody that skips any aspect of star Wars because they, don't necessarily feel like it's for them. Now, there—that's that can be very legitimate. There can be parts of Star Wars that don't work for some people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But keep an open mind. At least try it once. At least check it out. And if you haven't watched Rebels in five years, watch it again. Give it a chance.
1: Yeah, you, you never
0: know. Absolutely, um, you 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 never know. So, uh, and at the end of the day, it is just a really good show and film series, and it's just something to enjoy. So just just enjoy it. Enjoy um, it. That's that's the big advice for the day. Just just enjoy it. Just bring joy to your life.
1: Be chill, fam.
0: Yeah. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this uh, episode. You, hopefully you enjoyed the double down of episodes um, oh, this I just week.
1: Of the double down. <laughs> <laughs> um, disgusting bacon sandwich. We
0: posted uh, episode earlier. If you hadn't checked that out, um, so do that. Um, but uh, we'll be back next week with another main show. More rebels. And all the good star warsiness that you could uh, possibly want all yeah. kinds of cool links in the description including uh links to our social medias where you can connect with us and other awesome creators and also our patreon if you like us and want to support us and send our animals to college uh, you can do that yeah um all of that good stuff including um,
1: the missing link he's in the description sasquatch is here
0: <laughs> yes the missing link is in the description um so yeah so have a great week uh be good people
1: yeah